welcome back to Your Brain on Positive. All the love and support you need is residing inside of you. And we're going to make it easier to turn it on. Welcome to Your Brain on Positive. And I am positive that you are going to enjoy this conversation. I am talking with the man whose mission in the world is simply to help other people get what they want. Makes them kind of easy to talk to. So as we journey into the world of what we want, what you want, and what he wants, I hope you will welcome Haim. And I am not going to pronounce your last name. I'm going to let you pronounce it for us. So Haim, welcome to the show. I am so glad you had time to join me today. Thank you for having me, and I'm glad to be here. When did you decide that it was your mission to help other people get what they want? It's come to me in uh, in 2009. What uh, what happened in uh, in 2008 was the recession, mm-hmm. and I used to work as an auto mechanic. I started to work as an auto mechanic in 1969. Until January 2009, this was the last month I was practicing as an auto mechanic because I refused to compromise my value for to make the place when I used to work that to have uh, more, more income, which is mean I was asked to do kind of immoral and sometimes illegal activity for the place to have uh, to make money. Oh, I, the whole reason that auto mechanics have a bad reputation. Yes. So I refused to play that game. So they show me the door and they say, out. We don't want you here. So as I step out, I was searching for other place to work. And no one want to hire me because I'm, I become overqualified. It's because of the age. But they're not going to say the age. But they say, I don't have enough many years to get from you because you I was already over 50 so I don't have enough years to give to the place plus they need to pay me for my skill and knowledge and uh, either they didn't have the money or they say well, in your price I can take two why to take you so I realized I need to find some other source of income and what I did it was I I did something unusual which is mean I start to look inside. Who am I? What what my purpose in life? What exactly I'm doing here on the face of air? And I find out two things. I love people and I love to help people. But that still don't give me any clue what to do. I mean <laughs> I was auto mechanic, but I know I can fix people the same way I fix cars. It's not the same. Really? It's not the same. You can't fix people the same way you could fix a car. Gee, um, why not? What's different? Because I'm not surgeon. I can replace the brain. And that's <laughs> where it starts and stops. Everything is in the, in, in, a, in the mind. It starts in the mind and it stops in the mind. So as I was searching to have some source of income, I stumbled on coaching. So that's what coaching do. So I took course. The school was in Australia, not even in state. And uh, I didn't graduate. I have some uh, kind of argument with the school. <laughs> they say, if you want to graduate, you bring person with problem, you fix it, 
and you move on. I said, well, that's not coaching, that's therapy. I don't want to be therapist. I don't oh, want to deal with oh, people's problems. Fun. Wait, 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 I'm going to pause this because this is a, a, um, a common challenge in the coaching industry. What is the distinction between coaching and therapy? Somebody coming in with a problem that you fix, is that coaching? We're going to put that out to the audience and let them give us some feedback on it. For you, that wasn't coaching. What is coaching for you? Only coaching is to take something that you're good at and make it great. That, oh, that's what boy, that's different. Coaching. That's okay. what is real coaching. That's something that you want to do, but you not share it with anyone for some reason. You keep it, you keep it to yourself because you don't have trust in people. What I, I discover as a kind of new type of fear that people don't talk about. It's fear of bullying. Nobody want to be bullied. So people don't do anything on the first time. They all the time wait to see someone else doing that. And then they make decision if to do it or not, according to other people's results and experience. And that's not right. Because you can rely on other people's experience. It's not, this, you get, you don't get any feeling. How does that feel when you do it yourself? Well, you just connected two things that very few people do, which is this idea of bullying and fear of going first. If there was a rule that I was taught when it came to marketing and messaging, and it was, Nobody wants to go first and nobody wants to get left out. And connecting those fears that nobody wants to go first, which means nothing ever changes, with bullying. When did you connect those two dots? As I start to work with people and help people to, to get what they want, and in the beginning, the challenge is uh, to gain their trust. I'm sorry, the challenge is what? It's to gain their trust. Ah. If I don't gain your trust, you're not going to share with me what you're, what you're thinking about and you keep it as a secret, a secret to yourself. So when I gain your trust, yeah, now you, share, you start to share with me what is really you want to do, what, what is really on your mind that for most people is wishes. They wish to, to be, they wish to do, they wish to have. It's a wishing. But they don't, they don't know how to do it. And they don't trust anybody to share it with because they don't want to be bullied. They don't want to be joke. They don't want somebody to laugh at them. You know, it is this fear of being dismissed, of having our dreams right. dismissed yeah. by other people. And you're calling that bullying which is a different definition of bullying that what most people use. It's a very common and very tragic scenario because it makes it where we don't feel safe sharing our dreams with people, sharing our wishes with people. It's give you bad, bad feeling when somebody makes laugh at you or make a joke at what you want to do. And it's, it's feel awkward. It's not fair. When I, let's say that that's why it's not fair to do that to, to people. So when I gain their trust, 
they share it with me, and then if they're willing to do the walk, I will walk with them. If not, I will just keep it to myself and I move on. All right. This is a common dilemma among coaches, which is having clients who actually change a behavior, actually take and do a different action. Working around that, you don't, is what it sounds like. You simply ask, are you willing to do the work? Or how do you help them see that the work is worth it? Or do you? The way I explain that, which is mean, for many of them, it sounds like I come from different planets. Which is mean, I said, look, with me, you will never fail. It's impossible to make mistakes. And nothing will go wrong. All the time we're working together. So when people hear it, they say, oh, you come from different planet. You don't live here on Earth. Yeah. I say, well, listen to me. There is law and principle in, in life. And that's what is called cause and effect. Which is mean, when you do something, no matter what you do, you get result. And that's give you experience. Now, how does that make you feel? If it's make you feel good, great, put more time on this activity. If it's not make you feel good, it's even better because now you have something to learn. Usually we resist what we don't know, what is not comfortable, what is not familiar. So we don't want to be on a shaky ground. So the mind all the time take us back to safety. When you go back to safety, you're not moving ahead. You're not learning anything because you're all the time in a, area that you know what you're doing and that's it oh you got that right it's safety another word for your comfort zone in my language yes now you said three things when someone works with you you help them understand that if they work with you they can first never fail right so they can never fail um sounds like they can only learn and you also said that they could it was not possible for them to make a mistake yes you also said a third thing, but I didn't write fast enough. So what was the third thing? Nothing will go wrong. Nothing will go wrong. Okay. So it challenges people's definitions of failure, mistakes, and wrong. It's perception. And what I mean by that, when you do something that didn't work, didn't work 100%, nobody... It's very hard from the get-go to get 100%. You get 5%, you get 20%. I give you a story. This is the best way to illustrate that. Awesome. I love stories. Let's say that you, you're you hungry. You're at home, you by yourself, and you're hungry. You want to, to make something to eat, but you don't want to make sandwich. You want to do something different. So what the simple thing to do? Scramble egg. You take the skill little bit oil, you break the egg, you scramble two pieces of bread in a toaster, you have a meal. Now, this meal going to come the same way that you serve in a diner? No, but you have a meal. Now, if you want that a scramble egg to be like the diner, do it for two weeks, and after that you call, you're going to call all your family and friends, come I make you scramble egg, you won't believe the way I make it. You got experience. That that's, the, that's the way life works. You do something that you have no clue, you have no idea, and 
if it's very hard to get 100%, because you don't know what you're doing. That's lead me to another phrase that people use all the time, and sometimes it's, it's pissed me off, which is when they say, fake it until you make it, right? Mm-hmm. Now, just explain to me in simple language how you can fake something that you don't know. Yo, it's interesting because when they say it, I think they mean what you explained so clearly, which is take the action. It's not going to be perfect. Keep doing it and then it will get better. And you explain it much clearer. The slogan, fake it till you make it, is hard for me to wrap around. It's too, it's a weird concept because if I don't know how to do something, how am I going to fake doing it? Right, right. And besides, it's you can't impossible. fake doing it something. You can either do it or not do it. I mean, this is the wisdom of Yoda from Star Wars. You know, there is yes. no try. There is right. no fake. You either are doing it or you're not doing it. I love the attitude of this. What happens when someone decides that they're willing to do the work? With them. Tell me I'm another not- story. I work with a single mother. She was selling insurance for a living. And she said to me, I don't know how much you charge. I don't know if I can afford you. But I have the impression with you, I'm going to get what I'm looking for. I said, okay, before we go to procedure, how much I charge, what, how I'm working, I want to know what is that you're looking for. Then, and then I will decide if to work with you or not. It's not only your decision, it's my decision also. Because I'm not going to work with you if you don't get results. I'm not working for money. I will take the money, don't get me wrong. But that's not what drives me to, to work with you. She said, okay, fair enough. I want to be actors in movie. I said, okay, what are you willing to do to make that happen? She said, whatever it takes. I said, that's intrigued me. Forget the money. Let's start to work. When you're going to have income, we'll talk how you compensate me. But for now, don't worry about that. Before you know it, she starts to get audition. Not only that, she got picked up in audition. Now, if you know how this industry works, I learned through the process, yeah, they wait for a big investor to come put money in the movie company, and they start to shoot and roll and hire crew and all what's involved in that. Until that happened, she started to play in small theater in Broadway, New York. And I went, I see her playing. Six months ago, I got a phone call. She said, I finished my first movie. (laughs) That is a great story. And it has some really key elements. She came in motivated. She had clarity on what she wanted. She had trust in me. And she had trust in me. Is bullying common in the coaching industry based on your experience? Oh, yes. Yeah, it's uh, many people, many people hesitate. Even they, sometimes they have trust in you, they still hesitate. But when I said, look, I'm not going to go front of you. I'm not going to go back of you. I'm going to go shoulder with shoulder with you. So that that's make different impression of people, which is oh. mean, I'm not by myself. I'm with you all along. You know, it's wonderful for people to have an experience of having someone who walks with them. And whether it's, you know, I hold your hand step by step, I walk with you shoulder to shoulder, 
the language is really clear. I'm not here to push you. I'm not here to pull you. I'm here to be with you as you grow. Because taking new action requires growth. And personal growth is like any other growth. Sometimes it has growing pains. It helps to have somebody with you. The power of motivation. I'm going to ask a couple of really different questions because you do a different kind of coaching. How did she find you? I I interact with people all day long. I It's funny. I teach people how to keep their mouth shut. And I teach people how to talk in, in everywhere in public, to, to speak with everyone on the face of hand. All right. So now you teach people how to keep their mouth shut and how to speak up in public all the right. time. Right. Those do seem to be mutually exclusive things. Would you say a little more about that, please? <laughs> there, there is a way, when you build the hardest job in the world is to change the way people thinking. Yeah. If so, see what happened when I change the way you feel. You change the way you think. Now to change the way you feel. I need to be genuine, say something nice. Yeah. And now it's kind of, many times it's come as a compliment. With women, it's much easier than men, but it's possible to do it. Yeah. And here you go. Wait, I, I whoa, 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 whoa. With I women, story, it's huh? much easier than men. Why? Yes. Men don't know how to take a compliment? With men, it's a different, uh, different way of giving compliments. Okay. With men, it's more to, to tell them to use the uh, human language. And that, Give me that's, an example it, of human language when it comes to giving it's a exactly, compliment. That's exactly what I'm about to say. I was in a supermarket. And uh, come African-American, big guy. And in his car, there's only two items. He had the 24 case of beer. And he had two cases of egg. I said, well, that's interesting. What could, what do you attract you more, the egg or the beer? And we have two-hour conversation because he was laughing that I, I pay attention to what he brought. Yeah? And I make kind of joke from that. So we have two-hour conversation, and he didn't want to leave. And his wife waiting in the car. He just came to take two items and leave. <laughs> So what was the compliment? Just asking him a question, noticing his world? I, I make fun of that. I said, what make you buy those two items that so different from each other? Either the egg or the beer. So when it comes to giving a compliment to a woman. Oh, I like, I like, I like your glasses. Yeah. I like the, the, the way you, you're speaking. Yeah. Your manner, women love that. Women love compliment. Any way you take it. And you don't think men like compliments that same way? Men love compliments, but in a different way. Okay. Yeah, I will I will bow to your experience of this. So two-hour conversation in a grocery store, beer and eggs, and the aspiring actress. How did you meet her? In a network. I, I go to a lot of networking uh, event, 
back then it was before the pandemic, so we used to do it face to face in person. So you have more time to to talk to people, and I encourage people all the time. In in a, when I meet people, I don't want to know what you do for a living. I'm more interested to know who you are, because what you do for a living, that's the way you have an income. And today you you plumber, tomorrow you can be electrician. So your income change, but not who you are. Who you are stay the same. So that's my my focus in right from the beginning, which is mean th- there is a way to ask question also. We, I never ask why. I ask what. When you ask why, it's kind of inviting fight. When I ask what, you're going to tell me story. That's a really cool way to distinguish the two. When I was working on the tools for the Teen Suicide Prevention Society, we created the Why Not workbook because we realized that asking someone why they did something was an invitation to an argument. It was a a defense-triggering question. And you you probably like this. I came up with a thought as to why people do anything, whether it's take their own lives or change jobs or go out partying at night. Why we do what we do seemed like a good idea at the time. You know, where is the why coming from? Who asked why? Kid. Kid ask a lot of why because they want to know. What they answer that they get from the adult, because I said so. Because this is the way it is. Because I'm the grown up here. So that's the reason as an adult, yeah, when somebody asks you why, that what I'm not a kid. I'm not gonna answer that. Yeah? Yeah. But if I ask you what, you're gonna tell me story. So what is the fun, most fun answer someone has ever given you? What is the story that still makes you laugh every time you think about it? When you ask what? When I ask what, I, I get story. I have all kind of story. And this, that's more serious. It's not, it's not funny. It's more serious in debt. Which is mean, I will ask you what make you to, to do what you do. And what you did before that. And what you did before that. So I go to your history. Now you need to start to explain to me why you do what you do. But I didn't ask you in that way, but you tell me in a different way. Yeah, it's a better way to ask a question. Right. It's a better way to ask the question. Okay, so as we get into what's so important about this conversation, how does asking someone what, what is the reason you do what you do? What did you do before them? How does that help keep their brain on positive? People have reason to do what they do. And when they switch, the, the way they have income, there is a reason there. So I want to get to that reason. What makes you change what you do to do what you do today? Now, he tell me the reason. On the reason, I learn how we think. I learn what motivates him in life. 
what motivates people with the people usually is three things yeah what it's three things three things okay good yes people want to have more money people want to be healthy people want to be happy okay more it's, money it's a general better but health. that's what people want happy and okay. and the first place yeah it's the money they, they want to have more money they believe is the money by everything by happiness and by health and by no it's not money is only money make your life sometimes more easy but it don't buy you everything the beatles said it best money can't buy me love somebody said if money can't buy happiness it's just because you don't know where to shop but um i like better your attitude and positive psychology has in the last 20 years made it very clear that happiness comes first it's not you get successful and then you become happy it's that you become happy and that makes it easy to be successful so finding out what it is that makes someone happy what motivated the aspiring actress to be an actress they love to switch uh, personality that's what actors do they love to play role of someone else they have joy doing that i mean when they end they have a joy in, in on the process they're happy now happy to be happy there is formula into that when you lower your expectation you're going to be more happy okay say that again when you know your expectation when you lower oh lower your expectation okay say more about that because that's the opposite of what most coaches are doing right now they're telling people to raise your expectation raise your prices no, make a no, higher ticket no. offer i totally against that and i tell you why when you make expectation it's you give power to someone else to do something for you now you see it and wait now people people have their own idea how to do thing and it's never match what you asking for so when you lower your expectation your intention go high so this is lowering your expectation of other people that's what the expectation is don't expect from yourself you expect from other people to oh, do oh i things. have expectations of myself i expected myself to get up and show up to interview you today no, no. you so have that's intention why i want you to be clear you mean expectations of other people when when you wake up and you want to do this this show you have intention not expectation ah oh cool i like that distinction intention so when, you, when you lower your expectation your intention go high because this is something that you want to do and that's depend only on you not on other people ah freedom from other people meeting your expectations sounds like freedom i love that so what do you do for yourself i mean you can lower expectations of other people all day long and it sounds like there has to be a balance the more you lower your expectations of others is that give you more freedom to raise your intention for yourself which is mean i don't i don't have any expectation from anyone to do something for me i do it for myself 
And you so see, that's it, what happened. When, yeah. when you have expectation, you sit and wait for something to happen that you have no control on. When you have intention, it's on you to make that happen. There we go. As you lower your expectations of others, you increase your intention for yourself. Cool. I like that language. I like that. So when you obviously get a lot of joy out of helping people see the world from your perspective, and you have the perspective of being able to work with something that's very tangible, that is a puzzle that you figure out as an auto mechanic, and then to take what you learned from all of those years of diagnosing and fixing into the human equation. And yeah, yeah, there's a, a difference between working on something that is mechanical and something that is driven by mindset and other intangible things, the mental conversations. You've made this transition. It's a transition very few people do. What was the easiest part of this and what was the most challenging part of this transition for you? When you, when you do something that you love, there is no challenge. There is joy. There is pure, pure happiness along the way. And uh, when I all the time encourage people, think about something that suck your time. Yeah, that's the area that you're going to be successful. That this is the area that you're going to do good. When you lose track of time of any activity ah. that you're into, that's the area that you have a joy, you have a happy. You're happy when you do that. You don't need to explain that. It's inside job. Oh, that's lovely. So noticing where you lose track of time. Well, obviously, two hours in a grocery store having a conversation about eggs and beer. This man lost track of time. Both of us. Yeah. That's what they that's that's what is uh, every person have PTSD. Now there is severe cases and there is minor. Most of the people have minor case. Now when PTSD is come when he wants, not when you want, is all of a sudden jump into your mind, yeah, and is hijack your mind, you start to thinking about something that you don't want to think about that, but you don't know how to get rid of. So if I have a way to hijack your mind to talk about something that take you off from what you're thinking that's make you feel bad and I make you feel good, you don't want to leave. You don't want to go anyplace. You forget everything. He forgot that his wife waiting in a car. <laughs> Intentionally hijacking other people's minds for their own good. I really think that that has got to be the most compelling tagline that I have ever heard, you know, that you, because it is exactly what you do. You break through their habitual thinking. That's lovely. And it's gentle. And I appreciate the care that you bring to the world. You obviously love what you do. How do you take care of you? 
I mean, I get that you go out and to grocery stores and networking events and interacting with people brings you joy. What else do you do to take care of you, to keep your brain on positive? I I dance. I'm a ballroom dancing for over 20 years. Ah, ballroom dancing. I sing karaoke to myself almost every day for oh, about two cool. hours. I sit in front of my computer and screaming. I have a lousy voice, but I don't care. That makes me feel good. <laughs> All right. So you're going to get an invitation to sing our song from uh, for the Teen Suicide Prevention Society because we just launched the song Before You Decide. And we want people to sing it and send us their videos so we can share it with the world. So I want you, who loves to sing karaoke by yourself, to videotape yourself singing our song. And then we can put that video up. You sing your song or my song? Our song, Before You Decide. The so- it's I have a lousy voice. I can tell it, you that. That's okay. It, this is English. not about how good you sing. This is about your enthusiasm. And you have a great deal of enthusiasm for life, Haim. Thank you, Jackie. I, I want to mention another thing. Yes? English is my second language. Mm-hmm. And when I came here in 1996, I was homeless, and I didn't speak English. So why did you come? Because I was homeless. I got I got divorced in 1995, and uh, I just give everything to my ex. I didn't want my three kids grow up in a house, fighting, yelling, screaming all the time. Because it's not fair to them. They didn't come to this world to see that. And when you kid, that's what you learn. And that's, you mm-hmm. you remember that all your life. I didn't want that to, to, to give them that experience. So I give everything to my ex. Take the house, take the key, take the car, take the money, whatever you want, take it. I I wasn't smart back then like today. But I said, and then I said, when you learn something, you never lose that. It's for you to forever. So you can do it all over again. So I say, I give up everything. I know how to do it. I'm going to build it again. So when I step out, I didn't have any place to go. I sleep in my car for a few months. I have brother that live here in New York. So I talked to him to send me a ticket because I asked, look, I want the simple stuff. I want to sleep in bed. I want to take shower every day. I want to change clothes. Yeah. Underwear. Simple stuff. I want to brush my teeth in the morning. I didn't ask for unusual stuff. This is a simple stuff. So when I came here, I didn't speak the language. I didn't speak English. But that's that stopped me. I, I still have some error in my grammar as I speak. Yeah. But I don't let that to stop me. If people... People like what they hear, so they, they will correct me. If they don't like it, well, no, no one, I don't know anybody that have approval from everyone. That's impossible. There we go. No one has approval from everyone. That's a true statement. Oh, I like that. Even God cannot make it. <laughs> Many people don't like God, but he exists. <laughs> There you go. No one has approval from everyone, not even God. 
This is this is a great way to help keep this conversation in perspective. One of the reasons that we even got into this conversation is because you have this absolute sense of self that keeps you centered, that is very calming to be around. And I was delighted when you said yes to being interviewed because I have the opposite energy. Yes, people can find it calming to be around me simply because I am so certain of the results that people get working with me. But my energy is very high and your energy is very calm. And so I thought we would have a good conversation. And this has been delightful. If you have one piece of advice for people, um, other than this last statement, which is no one has approval from everyone, not even God, great statement. What do you want people to know? I mean, I, I have uh, a few years back, I have an audio interview. And the guy said to me, you, you coach for life and business. What kind of advice you give to people? I say, well, let me tell you that. I don't give advice to people, and I hate to tell them what to do. I don't believe in that. He said, well, you need to give them something. I said, okay. Find people that want to help and support you, not to give you opinion. There we go. When- All right, I'm going to repeat it back. Find people who want to help and support you, not give you their opinions. All right. Now, now this is where we get to contrast because I'm the opposite of you. I love to tell people what to do. As a matter of fact, I'm not a coach. I predate the whole coaching industry. I came in and coined the term stress management consultant because I did do stress management and business consulting. And so I tell people what to do. That's why they hire me. When they hire you, They are hiring you so that they can become more. Yes. And it's a different perspective on the world. I love your gentleness. And I appreciate you being here with me today. So the big takeaway piece is find people who will support, who want to support what you want for yourself, not to give you their opinion. Sometimes we have to look pretty far for that, especially I have three older sisters. Yeah. So they 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 will give me their opinion whether I ask for it or not. Because yeah. <laughs> that's their job, right? They are the older sister. Yeah. So it's okay to look outside of your family. Sometimes you have to look outside of your friends. But I suggest maybe that everyone start by looking inside themselves. For the one person who will support them first. Yes, I want to illustrate that in a different way. You would appreciate that. We use the conscious mind and the subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. Now, what is the conscious mind? Is the judgment mind? Is the judgment, which is mean? Now we judge each other. You female, I'm a male. You have hair, I don't have. You have picture behind you, I have wallpaper. We judge each other, right? The best way to have something in common is to go to the subconscious mind. Subconscious mind look for something in common. How you do that? 
Now, our mind thinking picture, when I talk to you, a picture in your mind. So if I'm a good storyteller, I take you to a good movie. When you see a good movie, you find all kind of elements that you like. Oh, I like the way you handle that. I love the way you, you, you got uh, around this uh, problem or obstacle or challenges. Oh, I, I'm the same way as you do. Yeah. That's what you have when you tell story. You, you bypass the judgment mind. You go to the subconscious. Now you create chemistry between you and the person that you're talking to. And that, that's much better than tell people what to do. You let them through the story. What else available? I will tell you what's woke. I'm not going to tell you how to do it. I will tell you what's woke. Now you're going to do it in your way. I will be with you. But you do it in your way. There we go. It's a lovely place. Do it your way and find someone who supports you to do your life your way. Great takeaway. Thank you so much for being part of the show today and for taking us on this worldwide journey. And it was a journey from auto mechanic to life and business coach, from one part of the world to another. What it takes sometimes to have it all is to be willing to let go of everything that doesn't serve you. So thank you for sharing that journey with us. I, I enjoy it. I have a good time. We will see you on the next episode of Your Brain on Positive. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you for turning on and turning up your positivity. We know that positivity is easier to maintain in a community So we have one. Join our community on Facebook, Your Brain on Positive. If you've had an aha from the show, please head over to the community and share it. We love to celebrate wins. 